So you guys know I'm pretty bad at the whole social media thing, right? Uh, I don't even know how to keep multiple personal profiles up on all the platforms. <laughs> Never mind all the socials for dum dum die. It's not that difficult if you're a social media expert like myself. I mean, but you know, I guess it can be very intimidating at the beginning. Yeah, even if you can keep up the cool kids and you know how to work with the algorithm, there's always something else you can learn, right? Actually, I found something really cool that I think we can use both for ourselves and for Dum Dum Die. It's called the Forever Social. It's basically a way to become digitally immortal. Tall, tall, tall. Ooh, tell me more. Well, it allows you to upload all of your personal details and maintains a complete digital footprint of you. Totally secure, not creepy in any way. And it stores photos, music, videos, tracks your relationships and provides you with a platform that is not only compatible with all other social media platforms, but it can totally create those profiles for you. Like, there can only be one. The coolest thing about it is that it promises to last forever, literally. So even when you die, you can program it to maintain your usual digital activities. So you can wish your loved ones happy birthday and, you know, let people know that you died. But mostly wish people happy birthday. And then they'd feel special. <laughs> wow. Okay, um, how do I sign up? Just go to www.theforeversocial.com and type in FUBAR, F-U-B-A-R, as a discount code, and I'll even play the ad for you guys. Want to live forever? The Forever Social is launching digital immortality. Create a digital version of yourself. Simply connect your social networks to our forever engine. Welcome to Heaven 2.0. It's real. It's happening and your loved ones can stay connected with you forever. You'll even create memes long after you are gone. Go to theforeversocial.com and use the code FUBAR. That's F-U-B-A-R. Okay, that sounds awesome. I'm definitely in. Episode of Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew interactive podcast and Twitch stream. Interactive only on Twitch, but podcasting on the podcast. Yes, okay, so I had two mics on. It's going to be a winner winner chicken dinner tonight. <laughs> With me is my amazing players and also Playcrafter. Thanks for being here. Thank you for helping me. Thank you for everything. I'm Nelly. I normally play Kira Nightingale, the half elf sorcerer, and I, sh I shall be in the spring mood today, hence the light colors and the flower crown. Just as an aside, Sinbin actually also designed our emotes. So there's that, yes. and you can use them all on Discord. All right, okay, continuing I'm our intros. Hi, I'm Wednesday, and I play Lauren Skyvale, the Asimov Paladin. Hi, guys, I am Lena, and I play Andromach the Changeling. Where we were last week, our brave intrepid adventurers realized that something was maybe off about the owners and their butler in this vast mansion of a farmhouse. They were shown to their rooms for the evening, Lauren in his own room and the ladies in their own room. They have been warned about the security systems and that they should definitely stay in their rooms, which obviously they're not going to do. Lauren knows there's something off. Kira 
is looking and definitely believes there's something off. And Andromach is a cat and sleeping. Blissfully ignorant. Blissfully unaware. As they spend the night in the house with Mazgul, Gillette, and Zeth. The best sleeping accommodations they could get. Okay, so we're going to pick up where we left off with Kira. You were opening and searching through the cupboards. You found a secret panel in the closet. And you found a locket with a picture of an elf and her partner. You're unsure of the race, so it's hard to see because the locket's also small. And most of it is of the elven woman wearing the plunging neckline. And they're rich. They have lots of dresses. This is just her favorite dress. Uh, You did sense magical aura in the room and around the window, but generally... That would be something a, a very wealthy house would have because a lot of the plumbing and equipment runs on magic. I, I look at the, the lockets and I, I almost, I'm going to stop and feel vindicated. Like I knew there was something wrong with these people. I knew it. And then I'll take the locket and I'm going to go to Annemach slash Katzermach. And I'm going to like, you know, gently slash not so gently like, Wake her up. Like, you need to see this. You need to see this. And I, I, I'm going to wake her up and hopefully she wakes up by that time. And then I go try to open the door and see if I can get out as well. So show Lauren as well. Okay. So you were doing this while Lauren is bathing. You were warned that the security system was coming on in an hour. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say this took you 15 minutes. Um, so at this point, the doors can still open and all that stuff. They're not like magically sealed yet. You don't imagine that the security system would lock you in the rooms from all the classes you've had when you did pay attention to, I mean, who really went into home security? That one guy no one spoke to, Ned, Ned in the back, it was Ned. Ned in the back, but Ned in the back is very rich because he's the only one who went into home security. You imagine that the places that would have the most security are high traffic areas, or places you would need to get to other places. So the passage, kitchen, dining room, front door, windows. So if you stay in the room, you should be fine. Do I manage to wake up Andromach? Andromach is going to wake up, but she is grumpy as hell because she just fell asleep. So she's <laughs> going to do that cat yawn thing. And then you see this distinctly unhappy expression on the little cat's face. And she gives you like a little growl in annoyance. I'm going to fully ignore all of that like grumpiness and say like, look, I have proof. I was right. Those people don't. There's something wrong about this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. I'm like almost frantic. Like I show her the locket. Do you see these people? Do you see that dress? That's that's the true owner of this house. Who were those people? You know what? Just change, change back into your druid form because I can't. I don't, I don't speak cats, okay? And I'll hop off the chair and start changing back into her human shape. And as she does that change back into her human shape, it almost looks like a magical girl transformation with the dance because we just got a hundred bits from Gikoskipi. I kind of blink at her like, was that necessary? Anyway, look at this locket. Do you see who's in this locket and who's out there? They're not the same pe- person. Uh, Andromach is going to kind of squint at the the picture and go, um, who's that? Wake up! Wake up! Yes, I can see you're really excited, but I am tired, okay? And I was just sleeping. Can the two of you please roll perception for me? 
I got six. Cool. You, this, yeah. you got nothing. This accurately represents Andrew Mach's current state of mind. Nat one. You can barely hear Kira because you are so focused on the fact that you woke up. You know, when you're just like, why is this my life? And someone's talking to you and you're like, I'm just contemplating my own sadness right now that I can't actually even hear you. And I'm too fixated on the locket to hear anything right now. Yeah. So you guys are trying to have a conversation, but not actually conversating with each other. I'm going to just like look at Andrew and say like, you know what, just, just wait there. I'm going to go get Lauren. Maybe he might even understand what's going on. And I'm going to just try and rush out. Roll perception. Nine. You know it's not the door you came from, and you know it's not the dining room door. You do recall which one that one is. And you're pretty sure it's not the front door. So the hallway I'm in, I'm just going to start opening doors. Lauren, do you bathe quietly, or are you, like, singing? No, no, I do not sing. I may have the voice of an angel, but I do not sing. I find it embarrassing. Do you hum a little bit? Nothing? You're not going to help, no, help out here? No, sorry, silence is golden. I want you to open all the dolls. All of sorry, them. not sorry. <laughs> I see you. Okay, I see you. You have no idea. You only know the doors that you've been through. Yeah, I'll just like start frantically opening all the doors, hoping to find a Lauren. In which direction? So you're at the back nearest to the Balayage Whale Shrineage, and you are on the left side of the corridor facing the front door. So are you going to just go down the left side doors? Are you going to Scooby-Doo across to... The opposite door, zigzagging. I'm going to zigzag just to try to cover more ground. Okay, so the room, you're going to go to the room across from your room. And you're just frantically rushing. Yeah. All right. As you open the door, you feel like it's resisting, like something is in front of it. And you can Mm -hmm. only open it about two inches. Lauren. Lauren. No. Okay. Close the door. Um, Okay. Going back to... The door next to your room. Yeah. And I'm going to do the same exact thing. Just like... <laughs> okay, so this is the bathroom. And considering it's been 25 minutes, Lauren is in the bar. You open the door and you go, Lauren, and you see him in a bath in his splendor. And <laughs> Lauren does a yelp. I'm going to do the mouth face turn. His, his light shines so brightly that it's like a sensor light in an anime series. <laughs> and it is just <laughs> bouncing off the bubble in the room. Because he got a fright, he stood up. So that's why the light needed to shine. Um, I feel like, like in any stereotypical like PG-rated movie, the light is so bright that you can't actually make out anything. It's like yeah, staring like into the an sun. Anime, it's like that slant of light that goes across all the important bits. Yeah, like who needs light on a shoulder? But definitely, you know, yeah, over there. Essentials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, chat is like, killing it here with the with the soundtrack. <laughs> Splish splash! I was taking a bath all upon a Saturday night. So as you're standing in your appropriately placed uh, steam and light, yes. yes. What do you guys do? I say. Miss, Miss Nightingale, what, what would possess you to, to seek me out right now? Sorry, uh, at this point, Lauren, please roll a deck saving throw for me as you got surprised and jumped up in a bath. So Andrew Mark is like back in the room. Uh, she's like sitting in the chair. She's nodding off again because she's still like pretty tired. And then she hears a yelp from close by. She jumps up, you know. Six. Sorry. Okay, 16. So you survived the bath debacle 
question, <laughs> Nelly, do you have the locket with you? Yes, I've been I've been carrying the locket the whole time. So okay. I'm like, and then i do an about turn so i'm not looking at him because the moment i realized he was in there therefore possibly naked i turned around i didn't even see the lights i just like turned around right away but still in the room yeah and i'm like and like he after he asked what what possessed me to to seek him out i hold the locket up and kind of do like a turn like i found proof that those people don't live here please put a towel on put something on and then we can talk like two fully clothed human beings or whatever. Just just look at the market, okay? I am not the one who first of all stole from our host and secondly has decided to barge in on me whilst I am performing my daily cleansing rituals. Now, <laughs> please leave this room and I will meet with you outside in the corridor. Okay, but be quick, we don't have much time, okay? And I'm talking to the wall or the door across, whatever it is, right? But be quick. There's something that you have to see. And just just be quick, okay? And I'm going to walk away. And then I have to remember to, like, close the door. But I don't want to look at him. So I'm going to, like, walk backwards and, like, kind of gra- grapple the door. And then hopefully find it and just close it. You find it and you do close it. At which point you look to the first room you tried to enter. And yeah. standing there is Mazgul, and he is looking at you, and he says, do we have a problem here? Which, uh, Andromach, you definitively hear, because your bedroom door is also open, and you could probably see him if you looked. My hand will drop down, um, and I'll say, no, I I just had to speak to my colleague, and uh, I realized I was being very rude, so I'm going to let him finish his ablutions. Have a good night. You, you look like you, you work hard. You should get some rest. Roll insight for me as he says to you, it would be best if you went to sleep. And I know Leif is far away, so you should probably leave first thing in the morning. <laughs> I got you. I mean, you definitely feel like that was a threat. Andrew um, Mark, you can also roll insight for me. 21. Maybe it's the angle that Kira was standing at, like, because she could see the orc in his, in his red clothes and his red casual pop hat. But from this angle, you can see that it appears he is trying to warn you, not threaten. Are you going to head back into the room? I'm, well, my hackles are a bit up and I'm kind of waiting for Lauren. So I'll say, uh, I'll, I'll take your, your, I'll definitely take your, Heed your, heed your words. Thank you. But I'm not, and then I'll, in, in turn, I'm not going to, I plan not to move. I'm waiting for Lauren to come out. So I'll just say thank you and expect him to close the door. So I'm looking at him, looking at me, looking at him, <laughs> basically. He's going to wait and he doesn't seem perturbed. Mm. He does, however, roll perception for me. Lauren, how long does it take you to put your armor back on? Dude, it takes a long time to put my armor back on. She said, hurry up. So actually, I'm going to come out in shirts and britches without the armor. I'm going to carry my armor okay. in my hands because because some people are so impatient, they have to see one pantsless. I got five. As a giant light bursts into the corridor, Mazgul was never ready, so he shields his eyes. And then he's going to open the door. Ever so, like You know when you open the door just enough so you can sneak through? He says... Um, as, as I've said before, it would be best if you went to bed, 
didn't move about and left as early as possible and then shuts the door to the room that you tried to enter initially. I won't turn back because Lauren's still like shining bright like a diamond. So I'm going to say, Lauren, can you look at this, please? Uh, my hands are currently full of weapon and armor. So I'm going to just follow, well, I'm going to march off back to the room where Kira and Andromach were allocated. I'm going to follow him back to the room. Uh, Andromach, you see a giant light of a man enter the room. Andromach is going to, she was relaxing in the chair. She hears this odd conversation. She hears a warning, but I mean, sounds like a warning. And I mean, he already said that, so she's not perturbed. And uh, as this massive light walks into the room, she kind of bows her head and squints and goes like, God damn it, Lauren, would you please cut that out? Actually, Andrew Bach, please roll for me an insight check. 15. You can't put your your like finger on it exactly. Something is odd about the orc, other than the fact that he totally changed his outfit. You seem to think he was called something else behind the door, but now they're all calling him as ghoul. Apologies, Miss Andromach, but I do not know how to, as you say... Turn it down. Well, then just cancel the spell. <laughs> what spell? The, you're shining like a beacon. All of um, that, just stop. Okay, I'm, I'm going to walk in at this range and say, okay, like at this point, I, I'm just like looking down just to avoid like the blinding light and say, Lauren, you need to look at this. It's important. And I'm going to close the door behind me as well before I walk in. Because okay, it's private now. Yeah, I'm going to put put my my stuff down um, on the on the floor, and then I'll take the locket and look at it. Please roll perception for me. Tell me what you see, Lauren. Please tell me that you see what I'm seeing. Fourteen. You look at it, and you see an elven woman wearing the dress that uh, Gillette was wearing, and you. You being of noble birth and hanging around women who change their dresses every day and wouldn't be caught dead in the same dress, especially not the same dress as someone else. You also noted that it wasn't the best fitting when you went into the room. So you put two and two together very quickly that the dress was not made for Gillette. Once you see that, you are going to turn to Kira to tell her what you see, but she's like, look, 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 look. And you're like, okay. To see if you missed anything, because, I mean, to you, it's quite obvious what it is. And as you do, you hear the voice, you hear a voice, a female voice coming from the locket, ever so faintly, that says, they can't hear us. They're running amok in our house and they cannot hear us. I'm going to um, sort of hold the locket to my ear and then I'm going to bring it to my mouth and say... Hello? Is anybody there? Move it back to my ear. At which point she goes, oh God, you can hear. Uh, hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can hear you. Uh, who are you talking to? Lauren? Shh, don't be so rude, Miss Nightingale. She just me. That's rude. That's really rude. 
Hello, talking, talking person here. At that point, if the two of you tried to listen, you just need to get over 10 and you can hear. I got 17. <laughs> Nat one for the night, guys. And remark, you think they're crazy. <laughs> she says, what are you doing in my house? Um, we were invited. Invited by whom? The so-called owner, who's obviously not you. Actually, it seems oh. like there are imposters in your home. We actually just uh, stopped for the night. Yes, you! Who are you guys speaking to right now? Um, chat, if you'd like to let Andromach hear it, let me know. Are, are you feeling all right, Kira? You he can hear it, and Lauren can hear it too. Lauren? Uh, Lauren? Uh, yes. There's a woman in this doing? locket, and she says this is her home, and I am inclined to believe that. Oh, I've been trying to tell you guys this whole time. Now you listen to an unknown woman, but you won't listen to me. Whatever, it's fine. I am not unknown. I will have you know that I am the third countess of the duchy. And she just starts listing this giant oh, title. I'm which very impressed. Lauren is very impressed by. Mm. And at the final end, you actually do know the surname extremely well. They're very, very affluent farmers and merchants called the Thistlewaits. And she goes on, she goes on, I'm the third duchy, my descendant, blah, 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 blah. And then basically you get at the end that her name is Larissa Thistlewaite. Andromach, you're trying to hear and you can hear something, but it, it kind of sounds like... Would you speak up? I'm, I can't hear what you're saying. And I'm going to say apologies. Lady Thistlewaite, my companions are known to be quite rude, but I do think that we may be able to assist you in clearing the imposters out. Why would Oskar let you in the house? Maybe and at that, you. Lena, you do hear the word Oskar, and then it catches your mind that that's what the butler was originally called. Um, guys, just... Did, did I hear that? correctly oh now you can hear it that's good that's good no 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 no. but i heard a name wasn't the the orc but wasn't the butler called something else what what are they referring to as now they call him uh they call him uh mars ghoul mars ghoul and and that's his name but when we arrived here wasn't weren't they addressing him as something else uh, the the, the name know. that the locket just said, or whatever that is. Uh, Lady Thistlewaite, hello, my name is Kira Nightingale of the uh, Guild of Shadows from Affluenza. Uh, we're here to oh. help you. May you please, we're here to help you, ma'am. Which Guild of Shadows? Repeat the name. May you please repeat the name of the gentleman you said he would not... Let us enter. We were told the butler's name is Mosgul. Is that not his, his actual name? I don't think it will behoove me to continue speaking to you. The security system will take care of you shortly. I'm going to say, wait, Lady Thistlewaite. If we are to clear these imposters from your home, it would be best that you disarm the security system so that we can get them out. Because unfortunately, we cannot move uh, we cannot move around the house once it's been armed. Look, that that's exactly what an imposter would say. Adam was going to walk up to, to Lauren holding the locket and say, 
How did they get in there? Um, I'm just going to... Oh. That's a good question. Um, maybe <laughs> first, how do we know that you, you aren't some magical imposter or some weird interference that we should even trust? I'm going she, to look uh, here in absolute shock. Like, oh my God, she just went beyond being rude now. Well, it's <laughs> obviously because... I might peak. I want to peak paranoia, guys. I suspect everyone. Like you're lucky I don't suspect you two. You hear the voice, um, and as she's speaking, Kira, you recall because while you were walking through the house and thinking, like, what kind of security system? Oh, I try and remember that class. What did yeah. Ned always talk about? You know that you can turn items into surveillance pieces if they're attuned to you, and. As she's speaking, she says, well, it's neither here nor there for me. Um, it should be. And you can distinctly hear the sound of a pocket watch that is being pulled out of a dress and the fine clinking of expensive metals. I mean, that's how rich she is. You can hear that it's expensive. And she goes, and uh, the little uh, of a of the thing popping open. And she says, well, it's neither here nor there. The security should be around. And if Carl is there and he ex expected you to be there, stick with him and you should survive. Perhaps. And then you hear a, def a definitive click and she says, I'll find your corpses in the morning or I won't. Be well. I want to say, oh, and it's I'm one of those, you're dismissed, be wells. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut because, like, on one hand, I don't, I want to like swear at this, this pocket, this locket, but at the same time, if she's a, the real lady, this will wait. Also, I'm vindicated. I feel so vindicated now, guys. I, yeah. I told you I was right. I was right. We need to not die. Let's not die. Okay. So chat has given you an advantage and remark. So being, uh, and this is perma to your character, <laughs> okay. being a changeling, you have advantage on detecting people. Posing as other people. Oh, yes, okay. that's pretty. That's a pretty cool one. Thanks to North Star. As you're sitting there and you're hearing it, you are starting to put everything together. So, Andrew Mark, you realize Gillette and Zeph definitely don't belong here. They were pretending to be the owners of the house. Was Carl or Mazgul, whichever his name is, does live in this house and is probably um, a top-tier servant of some kind. And the reason he changed his clothes was to try and tip you off. Because anyone who's trying to pretend would never stand out. And that red outfit is crazy. Aloran is going to start armoring up. Andromach is going to tell Kira, look, if, if the butler is who he says he is. He did give us a very distinct warning to stay indoors after the security system goes live. I thought so, he was threatening us. It sounded like a threat to me. No, 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 no. It, it was definitely not a threat. I'm fairly certain that he was trying to warn us. I think he knows what the security system is and how it operates. Perhaps it is wise to do as he says. Okay, I, at this rate, at least we're together, so that's that's important right now. If we can just stick together, be safe. Does she just we should like survive the night. I am going to like turn to Aloran and kind of give him this innocent shrug and go like, "Sorry, 
Looks like you're kind of stuck with us for the night. Yeah, Alaren is distraught. You cannot see that because he's shining so brightly, you cannot see his face, really. He is absolutely distraught. He is putting his armor on to make himself feel safe, and then he is going to stand against the door because now he's being on guard. But okay. he's crying on the inside like a baby and probably crying on the outside too, but you can't see. You become attuned to the light the more you're around it um, and also the more Ame puts on, the less uh, physical skin can shine light. The golden glow of absolute disgrace. <laughs> uh, says War Child Productions. Um, That's perfect. Oh, as the light is shining in the room and you're talking, you realize the time has come to an end and the security system is jolting into place. From the light that Lauren's casting, it shines on the windows and there's a lattice work of fine, it looks almost like a spider web, but you could only see it for a second and only when the light hit it just right, but then he put on his pauldron and it dimmed the light a bit. So there's a, in what appears to be a spider web across the window. And you all hear So Lauren's plan is to stand against the door right through the night because there's no way he's sleeping in this room with his, with these women. No way. Especially after somebody ran to his bath. Like not I'm, cool. You can't not trust cool. them. He is he is freaked the fuck out, okay? Andromach is going to look around the room to see if there's not maybe some sort of like curtain or biggish blanket that we can make like a little allocation or a separation in the room for Lauren to take some rest in. You want to build a blanket fort? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, there's enough. The They're rich. Better. You can build a fancy blanket fort. <laughs> I'll allow it. Andromach is happily going to like start building her, her, her fort. Her blanket for uh, Cool. Well, Lauren, I'm not, I'm not happy about this either, but we need to be safe. And I didn't see anything anyway. It's not any comfort. Sorry, but now you know the truth that I was right. Okay. You're welcome. In Lauren's mind, the only things that are resonating are safe, <laughs> the truth. That's all you grasp? That's all I pulled from that. Kira, just because Chast recommended it, when you go and look to see if you could use the curtains, like if perhaps it's movable, yeah. roll a deck saving throw for me. Also, Andromach, roll performance for me because I feel like building a fort is less about survival and it's more about performance of making okay. a cool blanket wow. fort. Three. As you're looking wow. at the curtains, you get spritzed in the eye by the aromobot. You now get, you have spiritual sight. You are able to see spirits and ghosts. Oh, cool. <laughs> Guys, I'm already okay. having strong. I don't want to be seen like that. Yeah. There's, there's none here, but okay. for future reference, that is an ability you have and your oh, eyes sting, okay. but you smell like flowers. So 16 for building my fort. As Kira and Lauren are having this discussion, you manage to artfully build a fort around Lauren and then close the door. 
while they were taught while the sentence came to an end <gasps> you've even managed to make it a door that like wow. the one pillow you can just pull out and there's a little like a little crawl space door you did build the fort against the wall and against the door to come into the room so if anyone opens the door the fort's going to collapse but it's a it's a pretty cool little fort man cave in there um and you've made a crawl space that you can take out two pillows and Lauren could crawl out and be in the main room but he could stay in there and there's probably space for you to stand alone and move oh, like cool. maybe five feet to each side so, I mean, it's pretty schmancy, That's but you fantastic. also realize, Andrew Mark, that there is no bedding left on the bed for you guys. That's okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm going to stick my head <laughs> my head into the no. court and go like, Kira, get out of Lauren's room. You can go and sleep on the bed. Okay? This is a Lauren's room. The bed that has no bedding, thanks to a certain someone I won't point fingers at. That's okay. You'll survive. I can make you another bed of little flowers if you if you prefer that. Just please make a nice quilt and make sure it smells of flowers because it seems to be a running theme for me right now. And I'm kind of blinking furiously because like, <laughs> it's still kind of stains, guys. <laughs> My eyes kind of stain. I kind of squinted, Kieran, say, you, you do know your eyes look kind of red, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not my, it's not my day. Not my day at all. I'm going to, like, take one of the pillows and put it on the bed and say, like, you, you know, maybe maybe you should lie down. You look a little stressed. I'm going to rub my earlobes and say woosa and say, yes, I do need that. Okay. I'm going to go to the bed and say, Lauren, I bid you adieu. Anima, thanks for the pillow. I need to sleep. And two... And I'm going to say, speak out to the, to the room in general. And to Lady Thistle, wait, you'll see us in the morning, alive and well. Thank you. Good day, ma'am. At this point, can the three of you roll perception for me? Also, North Star, it's a man cave because Andromach built it for Lauren, who does ident- identify as a man. Uh, yes, but yes, changelings are generally non-binary. Okay, what did you guys get? 17. 10. Five. Okay. Wait, wait, I'm lying. Sorry. Seven. Okay. Um, it makes sense. Uh, Andromach, the pillows are obviously muffling it for you. Kira, the smell of the flowers is muffling it for you. You can't smell anything else. Like, you're actually smelling it through your, uh, your tear ducts. <laughs> uh, Lauren, yes. you can smell smoke. Coming from coming the corridor. From? And it's starting to seep under the door. And that's where we're going to end this week's episode. Because you guys aren't going to come out this room. So now I'm going to have to smoke you out. I'm <laughs> oh, going to bust out the door until Lena said, maybe we should listen to what Uxel said. The one time your players are like, okay, we're going to listen and we're just going to stay in the room. <laughs> because I speak sense, okay? <laughs> sure. I'm just tired, okay? Just when Lauren thought it was safe to go to sleep without being molested or harassed. You know, you'd be back if you'd be molested, dude. I'm not touching you like a barge pole. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good thing. So we need to deeply, deeply apologize to everyone. Um, 
everyone who signed up for the Forever Social using our code FUBAR, so they've been our sponsor for the past, like, two weeks. Um, yeah, basically, it's not really a thing anymore. It's a scam. Like, it, it wasn't a scam, but then the CEO, Carl Axel, uh, I can't say his surname, Matheson, Tyson, uh, I don't know. Um, anyway, he took all the money that was invested into the platform and disappeared. Um, like, everyone's searching for him. There's even a global manhunt happening now. But don't worry, you didn't put any of your bank details or anything like that in. You just put your email address. Um, so they did create a complaints website where you can go and get your email address removed from the list. It's foreverhasfallen.com. I guess, you know, we were just so excited to be sponsored by it, and it seemed really cool, but, yeah, I... We're really sorry, guys. Um, thanks for believing in us and signing up for that. So that's cool. But um, yeah, go to Forever Has Fallen and make sure your email address is off there. Sorry, guys. This is Linda Lindblad, CTO of the Forever Social. This, I believe, will be my last words. Whoa, what happens next is not pretty. Forever Has Fallen is a podcast thriller drawing you into heart-racing action, fusing an immersive soundscape with online challenges, rewards, and hidden content. Humanity's hope for immortality is on the run. Join the hunt for the truth. Foreverhasfallen.com Okay, so we're going to bring it to a close. A huge thank you to Chat, who make everything an adventure, and I love all your your chats, your songs. Thanks, guys. It's Everything's just an adventure. And then they came up with the locket because they were like, there's definitely someone creepy behind a painting. And I was like, okay, <laughs> surveillance locket. Here we go. <laughs> so without you, things wouldn't exist. Uh, and a huge thank you to my adventurers. You guys are amazing. And thanks for wanting to stay in the room, guys. Thanks. Sure. It's not an adventure podcast. Sure. We'll stay in the room. Yeah, let's go to sleep, guys. <laughs> I built a fort. Come on. You did build a beautiful fort. We're going to be posting some information about Comic-Con coming up this week. We're going to have tables. We're also going to be playing the new adventure from Wagadu Chronicles. I like to think we're the first con that's going to do it because I don't think there's a con before us. So rush, rush, rush to get your seat at the table. There's also going to be midnight games. So we're going to start at 11 so that you can finish at 1 a.m but they're gonna be horror themed, which is gonna be super cool. Nelly's running one, so sign up for that. But all the details will be shared on the socials this week. We are also going to be having some really amazing D&D panels with some special guests. And if you like the dice boxes and the things you saw on our socials and in the streams today, they are from the Engraved Slave and Caitlin Mittelmeyer. You can find the details on our socials. Remember, if you enjoyed this, please share it with your friends, foes, families, and familiars, and rate and review us on your favorite podcast sites. It helps other people find us, and then there'll be more people to talk with in the chat, which is always cool to do. And we will see you next week, Tuesday. Until then, we hope you have a most amazing and safe week filled with adventure.